0: This episode of AVXL is recorded on March 12th, 2020. We're going to talk about home theater, audio, coronavirus, product availability, and why it's always nice to have some sweet video and audio to hide behind when a pandemic rages outside. All that and so much more coming up on AVXL.
1: Testing, one, two, three. All right. I'm not blowing anything out.
0: Ignorant weasels chewing on your soul. Ignorant weasels. Do you have speed? Yeah. Well, Navy, excel your guide to the best in home video and audio gear, no matter what your budget is. Robert, you're still out doing home theater calibrations. On a limited basis,
1: I would say. <laughs> uh, I have clients who need the work done. And the one thing that is uh, consistent of late, given the uh, state of the horrible flu season here in the United States, plus, the coronavirus is that nobody wants to shake hands right now and let me tell you i walk into offices and <laughs> it's getting to the point nobody even wants to do the whole elbow thing or fist bump nothing it's more like hey, i was
0: introduced hey. to a foot tap handshake <laughs> Dude, uh, people
1: approach you now ago. with a bottle of purell or whatever some hand sanitizer and i'm like oh my it's getting kind of critical however most of the work i do i'm usually left alone in a room so it's not like i'm uh, I could be transporting the virus for all I know. I'm, in, yeah, I'm, I'm envisioning <laughs>
0: you walking into a room to do a calibration and pulling out your 90 percent bottle of isopropyl alcohol and some Q-tips and like wiping down all the little nooks and crannies around all the buttons before touching the remote control. Because remote control, ve- like remote controls, even in the best of times, are vectors for filth transfer, especially if you have children's. Uh, it, but uh, it, I was if you're concerned about shocked. that getting into
1: how nasty shared electronics can be is just a <laughs> it's
0: a rabbit hole that you will become very upset at. However, I am of the Q-tips, I tips tra- 90% isopropyl alcohol. And, and the thing is though is like soap is magic. Yes. Washing your hands, destroys avoiding contact with the your viruses. face.
1: But soap and water yeah. is your best defense. And and my 20 years of training at CES in Las Vegas has prepared me for all know. that licking door handles. I, you know, I stopped doing that, but I have been for the last four years doing the flu shots and
0: taking my vitamins. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, what's the biggest challenge? Are there any new challenges coming up with the TVs you've been calibrating? Or is it is pretty much did it peak with LG kind of sorting out some of the issues with calibrating the OLEDs? I, I think with what LG did in the last two years in terms of just advancing
1: the ability to do that, 3D lookup table, a custom programming for the signals coming into a display where it's like, okay, you want it to be X and right. we, whatever that signal is and you, the way you've measured it, you can apply a correction to that to make it X. Having that built right into the TV is awesome. And I, I look forward to the day where that that trickles down, especially into the projector realm, uh, as well as every LCD, th- these capabilities are already built into these sets and that ability to do that kind of direct programming with a safe path out in case everything goes wrong, where you right. hit a nice factory reset button. Uh, that is the way to do it. And that said, uh, I find my greatest challenges of late are working with older gear. Um, mm-hmm. I work with a lot of professional monitors that people, they become attached to. So they're not getting rid of them right. anytime soon. And, For those, it's like, man, you better hope things were documented pretty well. You better hope there's still a manual around, because sometimes you're doing some pretty arcane crap to not only do the correction, but get it loaded into the monitor. And, yeah, that can be a challenge. And then the uh, oddball projector, because of how unique those situations are, too. Those two, in particular. Pro monitors and projectors (laughs) are definitely more difficult to work on than the latest LG sets. And that beauty with LG, it's like you can do relatively easily independent calibrations for not only your regular HD viewing, but also Mm -hmm. your high dynamic range viewing, in addition to even a game mode and things like that, where you can really relatively quickly dial things in very nicely with the right gear and software. The ability to program one of those LG TVs, it's done using an application from the folks at Portrait Displays. uh, They're CalMAN software. I'm not aware of another software package that lets you go into and directly control display systems, and to be able to program them that easy, especially for the newest LG OLEDs. So that's kind of a limiting factor. There are some great calibration tools out there at low or no cost or relatively affordable, but there isn't really a way yet to do the do-it-yourselfer version of that lookup table programming without spending some good money. I will say, though, one of the things that popped up over the last couple months was the app from the folks at TCL. There is a mobile app Mm -hmm. now you can run on relatively new phones. There is an iOS and Android version. And for any of their, I believe it's, I I forget which versions, at least the six series on up, you can use your phone to do a calibration, a basic white balance calibration of the TV itself in a guided step-by-step mode on the same local network. It has to be, you have to link your phone to the TV with an app, but that's already been updated a couple times and it's getting better and better. And just for a basic white balance calibration, that can do a lot to improve image quality, color performance, and just make the picture look good overall. And it's free. And it's something like, Hey, I already own the TV. Oh, I have a compatible phone. It would be a no brainer. Just check out the app and do it. IPQ calibration. Hmm. Mobile calibration. And this is from the TCL folks. They actually put this app together. It uses a known camera and a known phone. So that's part of the problem. If you don't have a, if you don't have right. a relatively new phone, and especially one that they specifically list, you may get results that aren't the greatest, or as good as they could be. But that otherwise, I, it's just one of those little things where it's like, it's such an easy thing for folks to do. it take you maybe five minutes with your phone, and boom, you can have better picture quality. Hats off to TCL, in addition to everything else they're doing for this them. year. Yeah, loving it
0: my primary television right now is a, uh, I want to say TCL series four that I picked up uh, like right before Christmas or I literally on Christmas Eve, you know, the family was tired of watching, you know, movies on, you know, 13 inch laptops and 10 inch tablets. And uh, I mean, first of all, it's, I got to say it was crazy. Like you can pick up a TCL series four or five in that 42, 43 inch range for like, 200, 250 bucks at Best Buy. It's not an LG OLED, right? The the no. HDR has been kind of disappointing because I have seen the LG TVs and I have seen you know hundred thousand dollar projectors at CEDIA and stuff. It's been amazing, you know how good it is with 1080p streaming and Blu-rays and just that's, how ridiculously
1: good. That's what that TV is made they,
0: for. Yeah. I mean, a $250 TV right now, we would have killed four at four or five times the price five years ago. I was thinking about that. It's just amazing how far the tech has gone and how good cheap televisions are. If you're not
1: watching a lot of HDR and you're not expecting the widest of color palettes and a TV that honestly just can't do... The brightness that you would want, but the value is there. And that's really the only trade off you're having between a a TV like that versus something, say, even like their six series. The six series compared to the four series, at least twice the light output. That is noticeable. That's that's where the HDR comes from. The overall panel contrast and everything else about that can be pretty fantastic. And for anything in standard dynamic range or or regular HD viewing that includes all our current content and most of our streaming and everything. Mm That is an ideal display. That display can handle that, no problem.
0: If you have $600 and you're looking for a 55-inch television or 65-inch television, buy a TCL 6 series or or better. I was laughing because I couldn't fit a 55-inch television where we needed to uh, in the RV we're living in. It was simply realizing that there are a lot of manufacturers, many of which you've never heard of making 42-inch TVs, and TCL is one of the only really reputable ones where and maybe not the only ones, but it's most people, most television companies, they don't really care. They're not flagships, therefore there's minimal margin. But one, they're doing a good job uh, on the actual screen itself. And two, you know, we've said this before, Roku is amazing. Like Roku TVs are outstanding. Um, they're, they're built you know. in
1: having them do the OS in addition to it's mm-hmm. not just an app on that TV. It's the whole yeah. interface done by them and that customization. Yeah. You make that exactly the way you want it in terms of even inputs as channels or apps. Yeah and in terms of how it turns on and off and what it's doing. And it just mm-hmm. it's awesome. I have no complaints. It does about really that. well.
0: I will say I did have one complaint Uh, came with an IR remote in a box and I I am just completely over infrared remotes um, (laughs) you know but it turns out the Roku TV voice remote pairs just fine with like the Series 4 Series 5 televisions you can order one direct for like 30 bucks from Roku Uh, I ended up buying a Roku streaming stick plus 4.5 at a Best Buy and then ripping the remote control out of that and syncing it with my television Uh, and now I have my beloved remote headphone access the voice search I'm kind of meh about. It. It's okay. It has a surprising ability to not uh, be able to look up the one thing I want to do instead of punching in things with one thumb. Right. But uh, I do love like having an RF control where I you know I don't have to worry about you know something blocking the IR access and having yeah. that remote headset jack uh, or the headset jack in the remote. Uh, is still amazingly fantastic. Those are the, my two
1: favorite things about my Roku Ultra that I've had. Uh, I, yeah. think it's a, I think it's a 2017 or 18 model. It's not the latest and greatest, but it still has all of those features that I really like. There's also the Roku app that you can run on your mobile device as well that provides a lot of control, at least for the streaming products. I haven't actually, hmm. tri- I don't think I've tried it with a TV yet. I would assume it'd be kind of similar in terms of basically making your phone a remote control as well. So that's something to at least Check out. And you mentioned smaller screen sizes. One of the things LG showed off at the 2020 CES convention was a 48 inch Mm -hmm. OLED. That's part of the new 10 series coming out. Those TVs are expected to be shipping before the end of the month. Granted, all the other craziness in the world right now, things may get delayed. But There is that new smaller size, and I'll be really curious to see what the pricing is on that, considering that you could pick up the C9 OLED for under $1,500 and a 55-inch size. It has to be that, I would imagine, at least in terms of after it's out and been out for a little while and the prices did Dropped accordingly. I think that's going to be a pretty popular
0: screen size for them. It should do really well. I mean, it, it's funny because you, you talk about like supply and availabilities. Uh, you, I've actually seen a row of, of toilet paper having been stripped uh, at a store, which is kind of mind-blowing to stare at because, <laughs> you know, if, 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 if coming from hurricane country, seeing stores stripped uh, is not entirely unusual in my experience, but watching a panic run on toilet paper was kind of bizarre. I bring that up, though, because I was talking to a friend of mine who... who uh, Runs an AV uh, a a fairly large AV store, and he said that you know shipping problems or or manufacturing problems were finally causing availability issues with some of their products. I believe it. You know, I was was talking to a couple people work for a couple smaller manufacturers I know where they were like, we couldn't build something until I want to say they had some simple stuff that was coming over from China, like uh, you know, uh, especially if you're doing any kind of just in time
1: manufacturing where you're not maintaining a huge stockpile of parts. Yeah, Yeah. this is where it gets kind of nuts because generally speaking, no matter what the quality level is going to be, those parts are typically coming from overseas. Granted, shipping has not totally stopped yet, but some of the companies that make these things, the widgets or the devices or whatever, have dramatically
0: scaled back for the time being. Just well, until. Yeah, I mean, Foxconn shut down their major plants, and and they're ah. I can't even begin to describe how big Foxconn is. But essentially, for all intents and purposes, they make all the iPhones and all the MacBooks, and then they do a whole bunch of other stuff. The shutdown had actually started to impact availability on products for Apple and replacement parts. You feel, <laughs> the you feel a television. general
1: slowdown even here in the Bay Area. I mean, everything from our public sure. transit is off by like 25%. I am personally enjoying the slightly reduced traffic levels in the Bay Area for my commutes during rush hour, (laughs) but yeah, I I could only imagine how if you're a company making stuff, this is a tough time if you're not sourced locally uh, or you can't source locally
0: for what you need. I will say the last two Costco's I've been in have been fully
1: swollen with televisions. That's the first thing. I mean, I, I, you have to walk through the TV department in order to even right. enter my Costco. <laughs> That's how I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always checking it out. Oh, you know, one small thing I did notice on, and I need to go back and verify when this changed, but I noticed the polarizer on the nine series OLEDs is different, at least on the C-Series. It used to be in my regular sunglasses that if I just looked straight at the screen, it would be black. But if I had to rotate my head 90 degrees, uh, then the polarizers would not align anymore and I could see some light And or they would align. I've noticed, I think they've rotated it by 90 degrees on the newer panels so that if you generally for the way the alignment goes, you'll be able to still see some picture even if you're wearing polarized lenses. Now I'm curious as to exactly when that happened. Because that used to be a regular complaint. I remember walking (laughs) into Costco or maybe it's just the Costco version. So I'm going to go take a look at the polarizer on the version that Costco sells. Their C9 version versus the retail version that I bought. Uh, There are some technical differences to those TVs, but they're, they're not picture related generally. But now that I think about the polarizer, I, I just need to go do a quick verification, and it's an excuse to go shopping at Costco. So, stock up on some toilet paper, <laughs> bottled <of> water,
0: <laughs> three cases. Of, I, I have a mission uh, now. I of just talked myself later. into a. A polarizer mission. That's the spirit. Yeah. We've been traveling. We went from Colorado to Kansas to Missouri, and we're in uh, outside of St. Louis right now. There's like a case of coronavirus in St. Louis, so people aren't too wound up about it at this point. Although the father of the young lady who came back from Italy and tested positive went to a father-daughter dance, uh, amongst other things. There's been some interesting sort of editorial comments by some of the locals about that but not, not uh, to put the fear the part, into things. anybody
1: but it is just ramping up it is there are yeah. plenty of people everywhere walking around who have no idea they have it not taking the basic precautions they should yeah it, it, well wash your hands a lot that's the basic precaution
0: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it gets right. well it's it's been we'll it's you get know the latex bodysuit out soon I did see, I don't know how legit oh. this picture was, but I did see an Uber driver wearing a full bunny suit complete with a respirator. And I was <laughs> I was pretty, <laughs> I thought that was humorous, if nothing else. I've seen a run also well. on uh, the devices they use in hotel rooms, the ozone generator boxes. People putting those in their cars and letting them run for a couple hours. If you're going to buy one of those devices, do read the warnings on them. They are producing a gas, so to speak, that can be damaging to living tissue and organisms. So
0: use appropriately <laughs> yeah this is <laughs> you know oh. I, I don't even know where to go with no. that um, wash your hands S- people that's the number one thing um, we're uh, we're back we're going to be recording on Thursday mornings we're going to make that available to our Patreon users uh, as immediate as possible we're remote recording so it makes things a little bit more complicated but we seem to have a functioning system worked out and uh, we're looking forward to hearing your questions to ask at avxl.com we'd love to hear from you guys and what you all are thinking or ladies and gentlemen and what you're thinking and uh, if you've got a question about a product if you've got a question about a streaming service you've got a question about headphones speakers any of that good stuff we'd love to hear from you uh, i'll be talking about uh some new headphones next week and a headphone amplifier and some of the stuff that's going on uh looking at streaming and uh, we will talk more with that ladies and gentlemen so hey sorry it's been so long since we recorded but uh we are back and looking forward to hearing from you and with that ladies and gentlemen i'm patrick norton hey i am robert Heron. we'll catch you next week on AVXL excel
1: yeah